Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. Truly excited about this one to have Pastor Derek Thompson with us. Um, great man of faith. Appreciate it. A great man that's doing lots of stuff to make a positive difference in the life of many. And uh, this has been on the books for a while, yeah. so I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're able to get in and get it. So first, I just want to say thanks for taking the time to to hang out and interview with me. No, man, I appreciate the opportunity. You know, yeah. uh, anything. Uh, I can do for you, man. You've been a blessing to me, and so, you know, I want to make sure I'm there for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's dive into it, if you don't mind, okay. uh, sharing with the audience, you know, uh, your story. Yeah. So they have an idea of who you are and, yeah, and, and what it is you do. Man, you talk you talk about sharing your story. You know, I I, I, I think you know. Anytime I teach, I tell people, you know, I, I humble beginnings. You know yes. how it is, and yes. and uh, came from a, a hardworking blue collar family. You know, and uh, dad military. Uh, mom worked for a bit, but mom, uh, at age four or five, mom in, ended up having a disability, uh -huh. and so she was uh, in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. And so I grew up pretty quick, yeah, real quick. And Had so, to. you know, life circumstances, you know, yeah. but uh, n nothing I couldn't overcome, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, times were tough. It was. It's funny though. I was thinking about this, you know, because I knew I'd be doing this. There was a time there. I think up until the age of ten, I didn't realize we were poor. Right. You know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. You, you don't yeah. know what you don't have when you. That's it. When you don't know, and and so uh, it wasn't until the teenage years I started realizing we didn't have a lot of things that a lot of other families had. Mm -hmm. One thing we always had, though, man, was love, and I, I appreciate uh, my my parents, my grandmother, uh, making sure that we always had that. But uh, through the Lord's faithfulness, you know, um, was able to work hard and 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 through diligence um, overcome some of those uh, early challenges yes. in life mm -hmm. and um, you know the Lord's been faithful you know I've been able to um, have opportunities presented my way in, in in the corporate world been able to to um, work hard and get opportunity after opportunity been able to work hard in ministry and, and doors are open and so you know, I, I would say, you know, my story is not unlike a lot of other people. You know, you have uh, a tough start, but through God's faithfulness and hard work, um, the Lord has opened doors and blessed me uh, to where I'm at today. So good. It's good stuff. Well, what are, what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Proud. You know, man, I don't know if I'd say proud. I, I'd say, you know, I, I, th three things that I'm just honored, you know, that the Lord would allow me to do those things. I think the first thing that sticks out was uh, just being able to to provide a strong spiritual foundation and spiritual legacy for my family. Um, you know, I think a lot of us can look at our families as a whole and 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 identify the fact that some of us, uh, some of our families might be going in directions maybe that we we don't want to go in. You know, right. and I'm talking right. just that rough stuff. You know, and 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 so I made a decision that I was going to do things different and try to change the course. 
uh, for my family for, for generations to come. And so really was very purposeful in um, implementing scripture, implementing God as the foundation of our family life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and basing everything around that and off of that. And it's really helped to keep my kids grounded. And it's really helped to keep our marriage grounded. And um, I think that would lead me to the second thing is um, 27 years of marriage, man. That's awesome. You know, in, in a time where a lot of people are walking away from marriage, where people don't value marriage, where awesome. if this isn't working for me, I'm going to go find another one. Um, you know, 27 years. Was it all easy? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But I think the thing for us, man, is we had, um, we made a decision. We, we, we said, you know, there, there's no escape clause. You know, my wife looked at me one day. She said, there's only one way out. She said, that's through death. <laughs> I was scared there for a moment, you know. But uh, I, I got what she meant. She was like, I'm all in, yeah. you know, and uh, through the good and bad, I'm going to be here. And, 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 and to be honest, I had to make that decision as well that, you know what, I'm in it. I'm in it for life as well. And uh, you know, we've had some tough seasons. Tough seasons that uh, were a result of mistakes made by by me. Uh, tough seasons that were out of our control. But in that, um, I think that decision to stay is what held us, what grounded us, what what helped us to get get through that season of life and and move to where we are today. And and I think uh, talking about the things that I'm proud of, I think the third thing would be. Being able to sense the promptings of the Lord. Come on. Um, I think, man, in one of the worst seasons of our life, we had uh, been married for a few years, and we lost everything financially. Um, The dreams and um, the things I had in my heart were ripped away, and um, we found ourselves upside down, basically. Uh And in that season, in that darkest season, um, I really sensed the Lord saying Houston was where we needed to be. And um, it was a scary time in our life because, think about it, man, San Antonio, the uh, cost of living in San Antonio is a lot, li- you know, a lot less than here in Houston. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, uh, being obedient to the Lord's voice and, and taking that step of faith, the Lord met us every step of the way, and, and He's provided for us financially. Uh, provided a church home for us, provided friends, and um, just a new life. And I think that the next time uh, I experienced that was uh, in my transition from the corporate world into ministry. You uh-huh. know, um, I was at a place in my career where really it was on cruise control. Everything was operating great. A lot of favor with employees, employers, customers. It was everything was just great, man. Uh-huh. Loved loving life, and I sensed the Lord saying. It's time. Now's the time. And again, had to uh, be obedient to step out in faith. And and, and in that obedience, um, I took a step of faith. And um, the Lord did a couple of things. The Lord allowed me a season where I was able to actually reconnect with my family. Um, I don't know about you. I can't speak for you. But for me, for 20 years, I was grinding in the corporate world thinking I was doing it for my family. But I wasn't. I was grinding because I wanted to make a name for myself. I was grinding because I wanted to show people that a poor boy from San Antonio could make it in this world. I was grinding for Derek. Uh, but in my, in my mind, or what I would tell people is I was doing it for my family. And I didn't realize 
that I put my career before I put my wife. I put my career before I put my children. And uh, through the faithfulness of God, by following his promptings, um, I had a year to reconnect, rebuild, and um, really deepen my relationship with my wife and my kids. And, and that all came from me being obedient to the Lord leading me into this new season. And, um, you know, he provided for our needs financially um, through uh, some provision that was made available as I left the company. And uh, this is how faithful God is, man. The day that that provision ended was the day I started working in ministry. So God, God had it all planned out. All I had to do was be obedient, man. And so I, I think just those things, man, you know, excite me when I stop and really think through um, the things I'm most proud of in, in, in my life. So good. I love that. I love how you talked about that journey and being obedient. Um, and and, uh, and sometimes, you know, like the word proud, like like you, you kind of, it has a negative connotation to some. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not a pride thing. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a, man, what are you grateful for? Absolutely. Of, right? And Absolutely. so I, I love how you how you depicted that and gave those stories because that's all true stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think I, I, I lean more towards the grateful side because, you know, for me, it when I think about, being proud of something. I think about when I was a, a young kid and playing sports. You get that trophy, man, you're proud. You, you won a tournament, you're proud. You put that on your shelf and then it don't mean anything anymore. Right. Um, you go to that track meet, you get those medals mm -hmm. and a few years passes by and you're looking for something and one of those medals falls out of a box, you know. Yeah. But for me, when you're grateful, that's something that it's just different. stays with you, man. It's etched in there. It's different. You know, um, it's different. Uh, you know where you were, what it took, you know how faithful God was. It, it, it just, it's, it stayed with me forever. And, and, and uh, uh, that's why I use grateful more so than proud. I love it. Well, just hearing you talk about your journey and the things that you're grateful for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would consider that to be hugely successful. So let's hit on success. Okay. What is your definition of success? So my, my definition is probably going to be a lot different than a lot of people's because it, everything for me starts and ends with God, you know, and so, yes. you know, one of the things my mentor, uh, Pastor Alan Clayton, he, he said something a long time ago, and it really helped redefine success for me. He, he, he uses the term honor God, and mm. um, and so I think about that, you know, and, and, and now kind of what drives me is, is, is everything that I'm doing honoring to the Lord, honoring to the one who has given me this opportunity, honoring to, you know, honoring to the one who has opened all of these doors, who's provided for me. And so um, I look at everything that I do, and, and, and that's kind of the measuring stick. Is this honoring to God? Was my speech honoring to God? Was my preparation time honoring to God? was, you know, uh, did I do this in excellence? Is that, is that honoring unto God, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and then I have to remember, we're talking success here, why I'm here, you know? There was a time in my life, I was, it was about Derek. When I played sports, when I was in the business world, it was about Derek. Yeah. But at some point in time, um, I realized that we're all here for people. That's why we're here. You know, whether you're a teacher, a coach, a pastor, an officer of the law, we're all here for people. And so while I'm honoring God, am I being a blessing to people? You know, I, I think about um, interactions with people like fingerprints, you know. When I walk away from someone, have they been comforted? Have they been helped? 
Have they been encouraged? Are they more hopeful? When I walk away and encounter with someone, I want to leave a positive imprint on them to where um, I'm blessing them in some way, uh, form, or fashion. And so I want to honor God. I want to bless people. And then I want to have fun doing it. I realized a long time ago, God didn't call me to be another Chip Baker. God didn't call me to be another uh, Alan Clayton. He didn't call me to be anybody else but me. And so I have to embrace the gifts, the strengths, the skills he's given me and um, lean into that and go all in with it. You know, and, uh, you know, I don't have that pretty smile that Chip Baker does, you know, that million dollar <laughs> smile. But what I do have is, is, you know, I have this 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 strong belief that um, nothing's impossible with God, Come that on. all things are subject to change, that our best days are ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And so that drives me. And, and so I go all in with that. And um, I think that that really helps me when it comes to wanting to honor God and bless people because that drive is, is, is something that, that I've always had. And, and, and so as I've embraced it and leaned into it more, I think that's what uh, the people that I engage with, that's what I think stands out to them is, is, is when they want to throw in the towel, I'm not going to let them throw in the towel. Yeah. When, when, when they want to give up, I'm not going to let them give up. We're going to do this together. And, um, you know, man, I, I just... I, I love life. I love the Lord. I love people, and and I I just love this this time of life that I'm in. Yes, you know there's um there's this pastor I know. Um, I've heard him say this a few times, and um, what he said was, life change happens in the application. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. And uh, I don't know. You might know that. Guy. I think I might know him. Yes. Yes. Can, talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the things that, that has always bothered me, whether it's ministry or business or school or sports, is we got a lot of people that talk to the talk. They know exactly what to say. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, there's going to be no improvement. You're not going to get better. You're not going to win right. if you don't change, if you don't apply the things that you're learning. You think about it. You know, we have athletes who, who, who want to be the best. But are they, as someone else I know, are they willing to put in the reps? Are they willing to, to, to apply the things, the, the, the basic skills, yeah. the, the small adjustments? Are they willing to, to put those into practice so they can become the best? You know, that, that businessman who, who wants to, to be that CEO, well, is he willing mm -hmm. to do the research, to, to, to put in the hard work, to put in the hours to achieve that goal? That, that minister who wants to, to be able to speak to the masses, is he, is he willing to, to study to show himself approved so that in the right season, God can give him that platform? And, and so my whole thing is, is life change happens in that application. If you don't like where you are today, then as you're learning, begin to apply that and make those small incremental changes so that um, you can get to where you're wanting to get to. I love that. Um, I always love that you talk about that too because it's, I believe it's so true. You, you have to apply what you learn or you're wasting your time. Absolutely. Right, and, and our time is valuable, our time is limited. Absolutely. So it's important to have that awareness to where you value those opportunities that you're blessed to have. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and man, I, it, it saddens me, and, and you may know, I, I think through a lot of leaders and people that I've had in my life, people with so much potential, mm -hmm. so much yeah potential yeah, yeah. and um, you know I grew up I wasn't a reader <laughs> I didn't like to read man uh, but I, I knew all these people who, who got all this knowledge they'd go to every 
training or every conference. Mm -hmm. They'd read all these books. But they were still in the hood. They, they, yeah. they, nothing changed. They were just accumulating all this information, but they weren't applying it to their life. And, and it, it, it hurt my heart. And so, you know, my thing here now is, is to help people understand that, hey, you can achieve the same things. You can do better. You can do more. Just yes. begin applying the things you're learning. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know you'll, you'll 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 see the fruit of what you're striving for. So good. There's a, what I want to do now is just kind of go off script a little bit here with you. Okay. I want to throw some words or phrases at you, and you just talk, talk talk to me about what comes to mind or to heart. Okay. When you hear these words or phrases. All right. The first uh, phrase is servant leader. <laughs> servant leader. Yeah, I'm throwing you a good place um, right here to hit this home run. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think servant leadership is, you know, I think for years early on in my life, leadership was about me telling everybody what to do. But what I found is, is leadership, being a servant leader, it, it's, it's about the people, man. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's about serving others, helping others be the best versions of themselves. And by helping them be the best versions of themselves or helping them to succeed, you're leading. Like, I, it, it doesn't have to be about Derek. I don't need the credit. The, the spotlight doesn't need to be on me. You know, if, if I can give you the tools to succeed in what you're called to do, I win. Yeah. You know, if people see Chip Baker, if people see anyone else that God has put into my life to, to help in any way, and they, they succeed, I succeed. We all win. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think there's this this mindset in the world that we're in competition, right. and we're not. We all have our separate race. And so when you talk about servant leadership, for me, it's it's uh, how can I help you win? How how can I serve you to help you succeed in whatever it is that God's called you to do? Okay. All right. Ne the next word I'm going to give you is mentorship. Okay. Okay, mentorship. You know, for me, it's it's um, being willing to stop and um, help other people grow and and um, tap into their full potential and and become the best versions of themselves. Yes. Um, I've had many people in my life who stopped, who didn't have to stop, and who called me up to another level. They saw the potential in me. They challenged me. They um, sharpened me. You know, the scripture says iron sharpens iron. iron, sharpens iron. Uh, and, and, and you know, one man in influences and encourages another. Um, what I found is, is there were people that God put into my path that helped me in business, helped me in ministry, and they called me up to that, that next level. And so I just want to do the same thing for other people. I want to help them to be the best husbands, the best wives. I want to help them to be the best leaders, the best uh, ministers, the best businessmen. Um, because I believe that's how we change the world. Mm -hmm. I, I think we got a lot of people that, that want to get on platforms and, and criticize other, one another. Uh, but I, I think if we take the time to pour into other people, uh, that's how we change the world. All right. So the, the last word I'm going to give you, I'm going to pause a little bit before I give you this one. Okay. And, I, and I'm going to warn you and tell you, hey, this is the good one right here. 
<laughs> hey, this is the good one, right? Yeah. Uh, the last word I want to give you is legacy. Yes, legacy. Okay, legacy. Um, you, you know, I, I think back about where I started, and where I started was. <laughs> It's really sad. Mm. I think about as a young man how in this life all I wanted to do was achieve. I wanted to have a nice ride. Yeah. I wanted to have a beautiful life, which I do. I wanted to have tons of money and do whatever I wanted. And, and I think about it now and think about how shallow that was. And so when I hear the word legacy, you know, when, 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 I, when I leave this earth, I, I want to leave the people that were in my life. I, I, I want to know that I want. I, I want to. When I'm gone, mm -hmm. I want them to know that when they cross my path, I left an impact on them that helped them to better their life in some way, some way, shape, form, or fashion, and. Um, you know, I talked earlier about those fingerprints. Mm -hmm. I, I, I want people to be able to look back and say, you know what? My faith is stronger because I crossed paths with Derek. My relationship with my wife is stronger because I path, crossed paths with Derek. You know what? My relationship with God yeah, is on. on fire because yes, I, sir. you know, I, I, I was able to have a relationship with Derek. Um, yeah, I, I just, for me, a, a, a legacy where I, where my interactions with you or anyone else is one that spurred you on to be the best version of yourself to to go all in with God and uh, to be, do better in, in, in this world and to the people in, in, in your life or anyone else's life um, I think legacy can be so many different things you know financial or, or whatever but for me it's it's hopefully people have the opportunity to become better versions of themselves because we've crossed paths so good you know uh, the reason the reason why I chose those three words is because you know when I think of you those are the words that I think of mm -hmm. right I think of a servant leader yeah you know I think you, know, you go above and beyond to serve those that are around you mm -hmm. I think of mentorship uh, because I think you go above and beyond to develop and grow the people that you're blessed to be around yeah. uh, to really pour into them yeah. to see like the fruits of that and just like and what's what's funny is uh you described all of that in the interview <laughs> you know you talked about you know pouring into others and seeing others win yeah. you know we win yeah. when you know we all win yeah. uh, and then the last one legacy you know for me just seeing you apply and, and walk the walk, right? Yeah. Each moment of each day. Yeah. I believe that the big man is is working through you to set you up for an amazing legacy. Well, well, and, and here's the thing, man. You talk about seeing others win. I, I think you know, I talked about uh, when I'm young being selfish. I, if I'm honest, there's a little bit selfishness in where I'm at today because <laughs> I want the ultimate prize. Yeah. Like I want to be able to stand before the one yeah. at the end of my days and he says well done. Mm -hmm. Because there's no greater prize than that. Yes, sir. And I think that's the driving force behind why I do everything that I do. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I had a, a, a guy one time who said, 
in your job, I bet the most satisfying thing you get to do is to teach on your main stage. And I told him, absolutely not. No. no. So while I may enjoy that, that's not the, the thing I love the most. Mm -hmm. I said, the thing I love the most is to sit in the back room with somebody else who no one else would talk to and to begin encouraging and pouring into that individual and then watching the hope yes. and the joy yes. and the faith begin to rise in that person and to see that person take off on a new path and just see their life change. Uh, not because of me, but because I had the ability to uh, point them back to God and to offer hope and to offer faith in God and His Word. Yeah, being obedient and, yep. and listening to His Word. Absolutely, sure. man. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, as we close, I'd love for you to get an opportunity to just kind of share a little bit. You know, we're here at the Ark. Just share a little bit about some of the things that we have going on oh, here yeah. at the Ark, and yeah. so people can check it out and, and yeah. get piped in. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I've been here at the Ark now for going on 10 years as far as working here, 20 years um, as, as a member. And, um, you know, here at the Ark Church, I love it. You know, um, a lot of people, they get a little nervous when a uh, pastor says this, but he, he always says that um, uh, we're come as you are church. And um, I, I love that. You know, it, the thing that stuck out about me, stuck out to me about this church when I first got here was um, the heart. Mm -hmm. and, and Pastor says, he has a saying, he says, it's not the size of the church that matters, but the heart of the church. Mm -hmm. And um, I have never been around a group of people who um, were so focused on being a blessing to the community, being a blessing to families, to single people, to anybody and everybody um, who might come. And so, um, you know, here at the Ark, our heart is to, to help you grow in your walk with God. Our heart is to help you find the community of people that you can do life together with. And our heart is to help you become the best versions of yourself. Um, how God intentionally planned it uh, when, when you were born. And so um, I'd say come on out. We have groups. We have uh, wonderful kids ministries and youth ministries. Wonderful services. And um, we'd love for you to be a part of what we do here. Awesome, awesome. Well, again, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. We've been trying to get this done for a minute. Now. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> thank, thank you for being patient. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.